السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم I begin in the name of Allah and I send peace and blessings on our blessed Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم I hope everyone is doing well inshallah this is brother Junaidullah just uh, logging in and doing my part here hoping to inshallah contribute to something positive uh, during these difficult times. The phrase that keeps coming to mind these days is hindsight is 2020. It's a common idiom. Uh, it basically emphasizes that things are obvious when looking back that were not obvious from the outset. One is able to evaluate past choices more clearly than at the time of the choice. This seems extremely applicable today, given that we find ourselves in this shelter-in-place quarantine situation during the most blessed month of the year, Ramadan, a time when we meet one another, greet one another, share food with one another, and pray in congregation more than any other time of year. This year, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has challenged us to try and have the spirit of Ramadan without any of those things. And there is a bit of a pun intended here in that hindsight is 2020, and 2020 this year is so far the year of COVID-19 and quarantine, etc. It's tough and challenging times. So in an attempt to be sensitive to that, um, there's specific subject matter that, inshallah, I hope to cover uh, on a weekly basis and hopefully this can be a small variable in helping us all coming out of this situation better and being more grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The specific topic that inshallah uh, we'll be taking on here is the parent-youth relationship. This is one of the biggest challenges any of us face Either we are the child or the youth in that we have to deal with parents or we are parents who are trying our best to be good role models, good parents, set reasonable expectations and demands in order to bring up decent young people. But no matter which side of this equation you're on, it's a struggle. And this is why, inshallah, we are trying to touch on this topic. I have uh, the honor of leading a couple youth groups here in the community. And I also have a uh, background in education. So I've been dealing with the youth um, for quite some time. And I'm a first-generation American, so at times... I've had a little more insight um, as to what's going on with the youth, uh, maybe more so than your immigrant uh, parent. That being said, parenting or being a child of your parents is perpetual mujahida. No matter what, it's always going to be a struggle. It is never going to be easy street. Even when you think you have things figured out, they can go sour because something changes. 
And that's really the story of life is that we're constantly changing. So how do we adjust? Is there a set of principles? Is there some example or guideline that we can follow that helps us always stay in sync with one another to the best of our ability and not create an imbalance or confrontation even? Uh, this is probably more relative right now than any other time in quarantine life that we're going through. You see all over social media, people are talking about the challenges of being in such close proximity to our children for an indefinite amount of time and uh, vice versa. You know, kids whose parents are taking social distancing seriously or trying to keep everyone indoors or, you know, just getting by with good, wholesome time together as a family are also experiencing challenges because they have to deal with their parents more than they would on a typical day in April. So Mujahida is going to be there. It is going to be a struggle and especially maybe in this circumstance even more so. So for a lot of different reasons, this seemed to be a good topic to try and take on. Um, of course, there's no golden uh, answer. There's no silver bullet. There's nothing that can be said that will resolve all issues. Uh, everyone has their own circumstance. People are different. But maybe this could be the start of something that ha allows us to get to a better place with our children and with our parents. The main source material for this series will be a book co-authored by Habib Qadri and Saad Qadri titled Wisdom from the Wise, Advice of Luqman the authors of this book are friends and colleagues from a common educational background and career. They also have served as educators and have continued in that field. And they highlight in the introduction of this book that one of the most common topics for which people seek advice is in regards to parent-youth relationships. From the youth side, the questions are about their problems that they're experiencing with their parents. From the parent side, the questions are about issues relating to how to raise their children. Alhamdulillah, for our mothers and women in our lives that help us all mold into decent human beings. After all, it is said that the mother is the first madrasa. But often, in Muslim households, it's not outside of the norm to see that Fathers are taking a backseat in the development of their children. They only step in when they need to talk about grades, chores, respecting siblings, or other areas, as quoted from the book. So for this reason, the authors chose to take a fresh look at the role and impact of the father in relation to the youth. So there's a special emphasis here on the fathers. This is not to say that this is a more important role. Uh, I don't think you'd uh, be able to prove that our moms are so essential. But specifically in relation to this topic, maybe even to challenge, you know, men, men and fathers to um, be a little more active in order to ensure a proper upbringing. This is something that the title focuses on and we will go there as well. In our tradition of Islam, we see that the father plays a vital role in the development of the children. You can see that in various stories of the prophets, as well as Luqman alayhi salam, the central figure that is highlighted in this book. 
So the question comes, who was Luqman alayhi salam? Well, the Salaf differed over the identity of Luqman, and there are two opinions. One, that he was a prophet. The second opinion, and the more accepted popular opinion, was that he was a righteous servant of Allah without prophethood. Either way, he was very special, such that Allah mentioned him in his holy book. So he was a major wali at minimum. Most of the opinions in regards to him also mention that he is of African descent and he rose in stature and honor from being an enslaved person, a serf, to becoming a source of wisdom and counsel to even the elite of his society. Perhaps the most famous story told about Luqman is this one. Luqman, while he was still a serf, was summoned by his master and ordered to slaughter a sheep. He did so, and his master said, Now give me the best part of it. So Luqman removed the tongue and the heart and prepared them for his master's supper. The next evening, he was again summoned by his master and ordered to slaughter a sheep. He did so, and his master commanded this time, Now give me the worst parts. Again, Luqman prepared the heart and tongue of the sheep for his master's supper. His master grew angry and said, when I ordered you to prepare the best parts of the sheep for me, you gave me the tongue and heart. And now when I order you to give me the worst parts of the sheep, again, you serve me the tongue and heart. Luqman salam responded, There is nothing better than them when they are good, and nothing worse when they are bad. This is a classic example of uh, one of the fables associated with Luqman salam. It is a, there is a very clear lesson in this, uh, specifically the nature um, of the heart and the tongue, and how they are either a benefit to one or a harm to one. This same story is also attributed to Aesop of Aesop's Fables, a very popular book published in many languages across the world. Um, Aesop is a character uh, from ancient Greece, and both Aesop and Luqman are described as having originally been Abyssinian or Ethiopian. So some scholars have ventured to say that this is the same person. Aesop, the um, figure of ancient Greece, and Luqman, salam. Allah knows best. But Aesop's fables, or the Aesopica, is a collection of fables credited to Aesop, a slave and storyteller believed to have lived in ancient Greece between 620 and 564 BCE. Both Aesop and Luqman are credited with having composed animal fables. In Arabic literature, 49 animal fables are attributed to Luqman All but two are identical to fables in the collection of Aesop. The book is great. Aesop's fables is... Uh, I would say it's one to have on your shelf. Uh, I've read it to my kids. Uh, just really, really short stories, um, some good language, very challenging, but um, at the same time, simple enough that uh, kids can really engage with that and uh, get a memorable lesson. And so this character of Luqman salam and the advices he gives specifically in the Quran the ones that are quoted in the Quran, Surah Luqman, as well as just modern day issues that um, 
surround us today and we find to be challenging. You know, they, these kind of come at a crossroads and it's uh, really important that we take the time to try and make those connections. And inshallah, from this, we'll be able to arrive to a place of a productivity and growth as parents and as children. So this is the uh, extent of what I wanted to present today, uh, just to kind of preview, inshallah, what we'll be doing going forward. My hope is to secure some time with both of the authors as well and bring them on so that we can have a dialogue and talk about this a little more deeply. Uh, collectively, there's a lot of experience. Um, Brother Habib has been lecturing across the country and overseas. He has contributed to uh, youth programs, Brother Saad as well. Um, so I also intend to learn from them and I look up to them. Um, and inshallah, I hope that we're able to put together something that we can all benefit from. So I hope inshallah you all will tune in and uh, give it a listen. Uh, this is something that should be good for both parents and the youth alike. You're welcome to listen to it together. But if that's not something that would fly at home, maybe you can listen to it apart from each other and still benefit. So with that intention, inshallah, of bringing some goodness between parents and children, you know, I'll sign off today and I hope everyone's doing well. Stay safe, stay indoors. And inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to uh, succeed in this Ramadan, to uh, earn his special blessings, to come out of Ramadan and our quarantine experience closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and more grateful. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaykum.